You're listening to an HD Smartcast original. Hey there, welcome to a brand new season of Leadership Lessons, a podcast that takes a deep dive into the stories of all sorts of inspiring leaders and entrepreneurs who have gone through the ups and downs of transformation and reinvention in both their personal and professional lives. I'm Yatin Naik, business head at HD Smartcast, and I'm thrilled to be your host. My attempt would be to explore the habits and mindsets that have helped these leaders take risks, learn from their mistakes, innovate in their industries, and create meaningful change. So whether you are a seasoned executive or a budding entrepreneur, get ready to learn from the best. This is a special episode brought to you by Optum Global Solutions India. Today's podcast features a truly inspiring guest, Uma Ratnam Krishnan. She is the Managing Director India at Optum Global Solutions. Over the last several years, Uma has held senior leadership roles in India and globally, including board positions as an independent director across finance and commercial sectors. She has led transformational businesses and projects, including launching credit cards at one of country's largest private sector banks. But what is very interesting and intriguing is what she has done before turning to a corporate career. She was a diplomat in the Indian Foreign Services. Uma's leadership stands as a shining example of agility, growth and resilience. Hi Uma, welcome to Leadership Lessons. First things first, walk us through your career journey. Uh, thanks for having me here, Yatin. It's a pleasure. My leadership journey has been a privilege and it's given me more opportunities than I could have ever imagined at the start. Did I start with a grand plan? Not really. But whatever I did, I had a few guiding principles. Uh, One, give it the best you can in whatever you do. Second, make a real difference, right? And third, don't be afraid to fail. Uh, So when I look back, I started my career with the Indian Foreign Service. Uh, I actually uh, passed in the first attempt. Uh, Didn't expect to, but I did. And uh, I think for me, that was a manifestation of the fact that you give it your best. And you know what? You can do even the things you thought were impossible. For me, uh, that was enabled by the fact that I grew up in an environment with very little bias. And uh, genuinely, I could dream the dream I wanted uh, without any boundaries and barriers. So I think that was my first lesson, which said, hey, you can do something. You don't have to be normal. You can be amazing. That's quoting Maya Angelou, who's one of my favorite poets. Um, I then uh, spent a few years in the Foreign Service, and it's an experience that I will cherish always. And then went on to do a MBA in uh, IAM, Bangalore and then started a corporate career. I've done uh, many, many uh, roles, both commercial uh, and leadership roles, both globally and in India, across uh, financial services organizations, technology companies. And more recently, uh, I've joined uh, Optum Global as uh, the managing director in India. So that's a a very quick summary. (laughs) Interesting. So, but how did you get into healthcare with Optum? You know, that's kind of... uh a unique uh, segue into your career, right? Yeah. I asked myself that question when I took the decision. So I think what resonated most for me with Optum uh, was its mission, right. which is uh, it's really to help people lead healthier lives and make the health system work better for all. 
Stepping back, uh, I've been there some months now. Personally, I also felt that this was a journey I'd like to make because I had been in financial services for a long time. And I've always been driven uh, by the need to grow, to learn something new, to take on something challenging. And healthcare to me, uh, along with what Optum was doing globally, which is really impacting people's lives and helping them lead healthier lives, uh, gave me an opportunity which I said will probably uh, intersect my personal um, requirement or my ambition or growth goals along with uh, the company's uh, mission. And most importantly, this was very uh, personal for me because I think post-COVID, healthcare has become more personal to me like it's become for all of us. So I think that kind of made the decision easier. And I'm learning about healthcare and I'm grateful for that. Interesting, interesting. Can you... Talk to us more about Optum. What is Optum doing? What are your key focus areas? Yeah, uh, no, happy to share that. So Optum, uh, a part of United Health Group, okay. uh, it's a Fortune 5 uh, company. It's a health services innovation company. Uh, Optum provides comprehensive connected healthcare services across the health systems. And that it does through three key business units. Uh, one is Optum Health. Uh, the second is Optum Insight, and the third is Optum RX. So very briefly, Optum Health provides uh, comprehensive connected healthcare delivery platforms uh, across the board, where it helps impact uh, quality of care, the outcomes that the patient gets, and also at a cost that's uh, a lower cost, right? Uh, Optum Insight provides um, research, analytics, management, consulting, uh, and overall managed services across the healthcare system. And OptumRx uh, provides pharmacy benefit management and uh, pharmacy services. In India, Optum started in 2002. Today, we work across the entire spectrum of right. services. So uh, work in digital health, automation, product development, healthcare operations, analytics. Mm. Uh, so there's a team working in India supporting all of these areas. Mm. We also have a presence now in five cities, uh, Gurgaon, Noida, Bangalore, mm, Hyderabad, and Chennai. Mm. Mm. Uh, deep talent, we expect to uh, expand our capabilities and be a really high-value partner to the enterprise. Mm. Interesting, interesting. So let me just step back a bit and now talk about healthcare as an industry, you know. Uh, like most of the industries with digitization, AI and all that, there are a lot of changes happening. What are some of the changes uh, which are impacting healthcare and especially redefining the future of healthcare? Yeah, this is a, <laughs> this is a really interesting topic and I yeah. think a lot of movement, right? The change is also accelerating quite quickly. Right. So, um, fundamentally, I think uh, the center of gravity of healthcare is moving away from hospitals into people's homes or, you know, uh, more personal, closer to you. Yeah, yeah. And I think that was a convenience uh, that happened. And I think that convenience is here to stay. As a result of this, uh, the healthcare um, organizations are now investing very heavily in uh, telemedicine, uh, investing in remote uh, and in-home monitoring devices, which can then enable data and accurate information from the patient to flow seamlessly back 
to the healthcare providers. Right. Um, Optum is actually um, helping support this. Uh, we are blending the virtual and the in-person care uh, by creating this seamless connection uh, between uh, automated processes and the digital data, which is actually going to help the patients get better care whenever they want to. Um, the second thing that's happening here, and there's a big uh, uptick in mental health uh, related uh, oh, yeah. challenges right. and then the digital therapeutics around mm. that as well so that's another big area that's um, you know changing in terms of the healthcare space but I'll call out sort of trends right mm -hmm. the big trends the first one is what I would call consumer experience now the tech enabled the informed individual today has complete access to researching whatever they want oh the google doctors yes the google <laughs> doctors right and then yeah. you can go and find out what you want exactly and you can decide who your provider is going to be who your clinician is going to be who your doctor is when you yeah. want your appointment right. how are you going to get informed about your appointments and so on so i think that entire consumer experience has brought home uh, the fact and as more people use it it's actually adopted even more, even by the people who originally might have thought technology, you know, mm. I'm, I'm not so sure. But this whole customer experience is changing. Right. Um, the second thing that's changing is the idea of wellness, right? All of us, right? I normally wear this, my little Fitbit <laughs> or whatever that I wear, but today it's not there. But I think the idea of wellness, which is all of us um, are going in, finding exercise regimens, fitness regimens, health, diets, and so on, wearables, and using those to actually proactively share our health data with our right, doctors right, and right. people who take care of us. And I think that's going to then enable what I was talking about earlier, right? That digital flow of information quite seamlessly. And we're doing it fairly uh, proactively to manage our own health. Mm -hmm. And the last big one I'll call out is the emergence and creations of digital platforms with full data interoperability with consent, okay. which will then mean that I will then become uh, responsible for my own health data, right? So it doesn't matter whether I go to provider A, healthcare provider A or B, but I'm happy for it to kind of create mm. uh, my own digital platform so I get the best healthcare at the time that I need it, right? So those trends, I think, are going to fundamentally uh, mm. drive uh, some of the changes we'll see in the future. Mm, very interesting. Um, so, Uma, where does Optum fit in this uh, entire gamut of key changes or trends that you spoke about? And what are your key differentiators here? So, the healthcare uh, landscape or the health services landscape uh, has a number of disconnected solution points. Um, I think where Optum brings uh, value and in a very unique way, and we are quite uniquely positioned for this, is on one side, we actually have the technology and the analytic solutions, uh, data technology and analytic solutions. On the other side, uh, we have deep clinical expertise and industry expertise. And then you pull this together across our cross-industry relationships and as a result, we're able to uh, bring the whole ecosystem together in a way that can enable people to solve the big challenges, right? So if you look at, for example, uh, on the actual value-based care delivery, right, which is a fundamental important uh, focus area for us, we are able to then provide the physicians and the clinicians 
all of the insights, the data and the tools they need to be able to make the right clinical decisions. On the other side, using the analytics and the data and the evidence, we are able to help the insurance uh, payers uh, make those decisions easily. Right. So bringing the healthcare providers on one side, providing them the right tools on the other side, the payers, uh, the insurance payers. And we also uh, globally work with four out of five insurance providers in the U.S. And we serve over 132 million people across the entire system, which is employers, state and federal governments, um, insurance companies, payers, life sciences organizations. So we touch the whole ecosystem. We're also an end-to-end solution for insurance payers, right? So we actually provide them uh, the technology, the ability to resolve their uh, processes. Right. So we provide... And all this is in India, right? We, we support that okay. out of India. We support a lot of these oh, out okay. of India. Mm-hmm. So if you look at it, we bring together mm-hmm. uh, the whole ecosystem in a way that's pretty unique. And on the other side, the consumer experience I spoke about, we're mm-hmm. working on digital right. uh, health uh, and therefore, we, we are enabling the, the consumers mm. to be able to experience their healthcare and connecting them in ways that were not earlier possible. I mean, simply put, uh, what we're doing is not about creating one more app, mm. right? Mm-hmm. It's about actually making the connections between the, uh, the consumers and their care providers, between the insurance payers and the healthcare providers and kind of connecting the ecosystem as a whole, mm. right? So I think and that's unique about Optum. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. That's fascinating. So I'm going to now again get on another aspect, especially since this is a leadership lessons uh, podcast. Okay, and this is our classic leadership lessons question. Uh, what is your leadership mantra? And in a context of the healthcare industry, what's your leadership toolkit for guiding the industry and the company into the future? So uh, let me pick. Uh, you know what lessons over so many years. I've learned, I've grown, but let me pick a few, right? Um, I think the first one as a leader, one of the most important lessons I learned fairly early on is that you just have to get the right talent on board, right? You get the right talent, uh, give them some audacious goals, and then as a leader, move impediments out of their way, right? And that's not an easy one because there's investment in coaching, there's investment in learning, there's investment in making sure that you are genuinely moving ahead careers of the people and the best talent that you can get. Right. Um, and I kind of have tried my best to do that, uh, to say the right person and the right talent for actually taking the next leap forward, right? So that's been one. The second one I'll call out is culture, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Um, we've all heard this, right? Culture can eat strategy for breakfast. <laughs> So in real terms, what does this mean? Uh, Culture in a company is, in my view at least, about how the top few actually behave. It does not matter what you say. Uh, It matters what you say, but it's also about what you do, right? And I think for me, what I've uh, strived to do is to build a culture that's transparent, that's authentic, where people are comfortable speaking up. It does not mean we all have to agree, but it's great to have the ability to be heard, right? The ability to speak up and have those conversations. Uh, And as a result of that, um, sort of make sure that everybody, uh, you build that culture so you can be authentic and transparent and and enable people to do their best, right? So that's been the second thing that I, I really focused on. The third one for me is about, 
as a leader um you you don't have all the answers right. but yeah you have the ability to read the trends read the so uh, true yeah and then say okay mm-hmm. in that context what does this mean for our company our vision and mission and then be able to come up with a simple vision that with which you can actually uh, inspire people on why they should take that journey with you mm. right mm. and for me the way to do that is really about connecting and communicating consistently boring sometimes <laughs> which is because you're saying the same thing which is here's our vision but being able to authentically connect with mm. the people as much as we can right and i find that uh, that authenticity and that connect uh, has gone a long way in in how i've moved uh, this forward The fourth one's an interesting and maybe this is specific to me uh because I worked in many global organizations and across geographies. I feel that um for global companies particularly uh being aware uh of how you operate in a cross-cultural environment is vital to success. Because genuinely today talent is global. They can be sitting anywhere, they can, you know, if you want the best talent. and global talent comes in all kinds of packages right, right? they're different <laughs> they think differently they act differently but uh, they bring something that you want to the table and i think it's to be aware of how you can be effective in a cross multigenerational cross cultural um you know environment and sort of be self aware of how your own filters can uh, impact perceptions of people and events but uh be completely empathetic to how you work right, in a global right, environment right. and that's um i found uh, uh, really worked for me and the last one is something that i'd say um you know simply put i'd say take a chance on yourself mm-hmm. right quite often people don't mm-hmm. take a role or take yeah. a, a challenge because they feel they're not ready and i think that's more relevant for women is what i is my experience has been uh, but i'd say take a challenge uh, get out of your comfort zone yeah get out of your comfort zone right. and challenge yourself and i mean it's also been uh, written about in a book called uh, growth mindset you know concept way which is you know what you have to continuously learn and True. grow and be curious uh, and nothing is uh, is going to stay the same right so if you don't want to learn and grow you're going to be left behind so yeah i'll pick those five true true and so true and that kind of leads me to my next question is that you know we have a lot of youngsters who uh, who watched the podcast and obviously a lot of them are looking at healthcare as a career option you know uh, how do you see that and especially given the kind of changes that are happening you know firstly you know can one plan career in healthcare at all um i think you can plan anything you want to but my only thing would be be open to the opportunities that might come your way sure, right yeah, yeah. but i think healthcare uh, is a great sector to plan a career and why do i say that um the growth and evolution of healthcare over the next few years is going to be a combination of people the environment we're currently in and the tools and technologies that we're going to be using right uh and i think there is a huge opportunity for us to actually come together the best talent to come right. together to solve for how we can take on some of the most pressing problems in the way we manage global healthcare so for anybody who's a person starting out i'd say two three things one is um if you're looking for something where uh you want to put the consumer at the center of your work and really make a difference to the outcome of that person and health is right. personal right okay, yeah. uh and if you're able to do that and you're able to make thoughtful decisions compassionate decisions and you feel that you've actually made something change for the better uh it's a great place to be in secondly 
um, if you're the kind, and this is an interesting intersect, but if you're the kind who gets really, really excited by cool technology <laughs> um, and you get really excited by saying, how can I use cool technology to solve complex problems? Again, that's healthcare. <laughs> Because um, as I mentioned, digital is accelerating really fast. Um, analytics is going to drive a lot of how we actually do preventative health events, etc. So uh, it's a great intersect for both uh, areas. So depending on what you want to do, uh, I think I'd really encourage uh, people to think uh, deeply about healthcare. And guess what? You can make a real difference. Right, right. Very interesting. And that's a great note to end the talk. Thank you so much, uh, Uma, for taking the time. This is really uh, very interesting. Uh, thanks much. Thanks, Yatha. So that's it for this episode. I'll be back with another leader and a couple more lessons next time. For more Gyan, follow me on LinkedIn. My handle is at Yatanes9. If you would like to hear from a particular personality or you want me to touch upon a topic that's been occupying your mental space, do get in touch with us at HT Smartcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube and LinkedIn. And to listen to more such podcasts, log on to htsmartcast.com. See ya! To stay updated on this podcast, follow us at HT Smartcast on all the major social media platforms. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.htsmartcast.com. Hold up! 